This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. This is Karen Kilgariff's friend, Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> I don't know where. I'm trying to work on, I keep worrying about someone assembling a montage of my intro, the first thing I say, and it being identical. For some reason, I'd, I want to add some variety. So I've been adding weird inflection, weird cadence, weird other words that my our guest today will know better than me because he was a linguistics major. <laughs> uh, but I... <laughs> it's a concern. Yeah. It is you a concern. You want to keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm also hanging... My dad is in town. I It's the reason I bought... I've been talking about this one-man futon, which I've been sleeping on. My dad's in my bed, but we're having a great time. But my dad is good. He's good at talking. And so I'm more, I, I've been paying it, holding a mirror up to my own talking because my dad <laughs> is a professional talker. True. And what have you learned from, from Jim? He's just, uh, got, he's just got it. You know, as they used to say in the, uh, in the terrestrial broadcast journalism business, he's just got the goods. He's got the goods. And he's meant for the airwaves. And he needs to put those cans on his head and and scratch those uh, ones and twos. I don't know a lot of the terms. Right. <laughs> but he's a radio. He was a radio man. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's good. You're absorbing you're absorbing the do's and don'ts of, of Jim. Yeah. It's it's never too late to glean influence from your father. Is he like every morning when you see him, is he like good morning, different every morning? Did and that's what inspired you to try to change it up? It's certainly yeah, it's so funny you bring that up because when someone says good morning, it usually makes me flinch. I don't like hearing good morning because it reminds me of my mom vacuuming or someone opening the shades while you're hungover. It's like, <laughs> oh, don't right. don't like... bring that good morning shit. It's not even 11. <laughs> it's always I... passive aggressive in your world. Uh, yeah. like there's oh. never a positive good morning. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's always an underhanded good morning. It's never mm -hmm. like, a, you know, a... a a fun good morning. So, no, my dad's been, yeah, he does wake up early, early to bed, early to rise. And I think that's good. That has been possibly the top of the influence the last few days. Which also is very, 
That's very radio DJ. If he was the morning DJ, he yeah. could be at work at 5.30 a.m. Exactly. He's preparing me for that eventual 4 a.m. slot <laughs> where I talk about the roads before traffic even is, is is a thought. The traffic report is always, everything's fine. You'll get there on time. It's clear because it's 4 a.m. Yeah, and everyone's still in bed. So All who's the lights listening? are green. <laughs> but one day I'll get a better slot. <laughs> um, but yeah, my we... I got a last minute spot at Largo, which makes me think of you because we often talk about Flanagan and uh, Newsflash. He's the sweeter than ever. And that's I did a show with Brett Goldstein, who's on (gasps) Ted Lasso. And he it's so funny to see he's kind of a gruff, tough guy on that show. And of course, in real life, it's it's almost like a version. He's just not that person at all. He's the sweetest and had really good jokes. And my dad got to meet the property brothers backstage, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Uh, and Wendy Malk was there. And I'm like, you look the same for someone that's about my dad's. And my dad got all excited. So it was a cool, uh, like, that's a kind of thing you can't plan for your dad. I wouldn't get that by bringing him to the Magic Castle. No, not in the least. But also, uh, look, I'm going to ask a question that I'm pretty sure I know the answer to. But <laughs> did you destroy? I did great. Yes. And I haven't been destroying lately. I've been, he saw me kind of give a, give a soft set in a barber shop, And so well, it was yeah. fun to like, that's how it, that's how it is these days, dad. And I could tell he was like, oh, let me readjust my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, all victory. Yeah, it was all, it was great. So that was fun. So far, successful dad visit. But well, uh, we better introduce our guest. I think so you're that right. He can get in because I know for a fact he's got commentary about yes. all of the things we just spoke about, and the challenge is: will he remember every single topic uh, that you just covered? You're goddamn right, Mike Kaplan will. And I've said his <laughs> name the most amateur thing ever. You know, goddamn it. <laughs> today's guest does clubs and colleges. Put your ears together for Mike Kaplan. <laughs> yeah. Ears together. That's delightful. Karen, the thing that you just said about me having so many things to say about everything that has just been said, that uh, cuts right to the the heart of my being. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I have, so, I have so many things. Number one, Chris, I don't want to make you any more nervous. I don't think I could but do you do <laughs> you worry do you worry uh, i mean you are currently worried that somebody will do a supercut of you saying uh hello identically but are you not worried that they'll do the reverse they'll be like this guy can't commit to anything look at all the <laughs> weird ways that he says hello 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 hell hell i mean would well, you think would you about- the entertainment factor of listening to a variety of hellos rather than for, we're talking and this is a 30 minute long thing what if it was all oh, identical I no. would, it's going to be 30 minutes long this future thing that won't exist no one is working on this <laughs> in, in the amount of work it would take to do a one minute string out and, and I'm, the idea I'm you're still like, worried it's, about it's a it a three hour YouTube video of I, me endlessly saying hello <laughs> to me it's I'm I'm worried about it. 
I'm still yeah. worried about it. It's beautiful because it means <laughs> that you love yourself and you believe in yourself and you care about yourself so much to believe that someone to think. I mean, you would have to be like, who do they do that for? Who do they do that? It, people that are important, people that they they care about, like people who are mm-hmm. in the in the news, people who are uh, celebrated. That's so you. now. Yeah. I, so you're this. It's slightly narcissistic that I think this is coming. It, my way. You just, love yourself. It. That's, That's what I right. mean. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Potato, it potato. Good. Yeah. Thank you. No, you're, one... you're sorry. There's a new, there's a new gnat. I'm so a new sorry. Nat? It came out of nowhere. <laughs> came out of nowhere. I'm so sorry. Better than I'm... a gnat newt. Is that something? <laughs> um... There is a, uh, there has been a gnat uh, uh, for three days that has been living in the like two foot uh, area around Karen's head throughout her house and she thought she just killed it and I thought that would be an emotional loss but uh, good news is there's a new gnat in town here's the thing it <laughs> makes me feel like I have a banana peel somewhere that I don't remember like <laughs> pu- pushing aside as I was doing something else and now it is growing larva classic <laughs> classic comedy you know yeah. the banana peel hidden somewhere in the comedian's home yeah that- yeah uh, now everyone knows you were not happy to see them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. I, I love you both. I love uh, listening. I truly, if I just listened the whole time, I mean, I'm just like, I guess I'm saying like, I I listen. I would listen to you. I like you're both. <laughs> it's funny that y- you, Chris, are like, oh, my dad, the professional talker. He says into a microphone that he's done for 20 years as well. <laughs> also, the longest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I suppose, much longer than he did. Yeah. Also, I'll say this. Uh, I, When you said you had a... I'm glad that you had a wonderful set at Largo. What a wonderful place to do comedy. Yeah. And that you met those nice people. And that your dad did as well. Fa- all fantastic. Uh, also, this is... So this will be the least important thing on some level. But just a look into my brain. That when you said that you had a soft set at a barbershop. Do you do anything like this? Now... I'm going to introduce the concept to you of syllable twins. So syllable twins, for example, could include Drew Barrymore and Reese Witherspoon. The same same syllabic gotcha. structure. Ba, ba, da, ba. And so, you know, <laughs> right. uh, like syllable twin could be, you know, like uh, mulberry bush. Syllable twin and mulberry bush are syllable twins. You came and up with that quickly, yes. My brain does these. And so when you said offset at a barbershop, I heard it to the tune of Fat Guy in a Little Coat from <laughs> Tommy Boy. Soft set at a barbershop. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. I yeah. mean, it's really weird. You can do it without singing. You can. And wow. <laughs> I know that from, as you mentioned, my studies of linguistics, I took a, a class called Intro to Cognitive Science, and we learned about priming in which, like, if somebody says to you, bug, you know, then your brain's neural networks for all things related to bugs of any kind. If you're talking about an insect, like the gnat that's flying around, like, they're like, oh, gnat, bug, 
ant, all the related things pop up, even like then electronic equipment, like a spy bug, and then spy networks light up, and your brain thinks of those things quicker. And I didn't even re- I didn't realize that my brain would do it with just sounds, with just the shape, the shape of words, yeah. without even the content, just the the form alone, without even the function. Uh, and so, so it's, thank you. It, you live in a constant state of uh, as if you're taking a a, a te- one of those tests association tests. Yes, I I think that there is that is an undercurrent, uh, uh, you know, on the back burner, if not the front burner. It's on. A, it's on one of the burners. Yeah, yeah, one of the four. Yeah. One of the four. But also, I think it points to your musical talent and ability because that's one of my favorite things. Those song, the comedy songs you were doing. I don't know if you yeah. still do them, but they were so good, Mike. I mean, truly, they were great. Thank you so much. Uh, it's it's really kind of you to say, especially as someone, uh, as I know you, also create comedy songs. And <laughs> I have a joke that I tell sometimes. Your songs I love as well. And uh, I sometimes tell this joke about how when I see a musician, because I my parents were music teachers and I studied violin from age four and taught myself guitar in high school and came to comedy via music. My I was writing mm-hmm. comedy songs from the get-go. And I still create music for fun. And like during the lockdown phase of the pandemic, uh, I made a lot of songs. Like for my girlfriend, and I, I think my girlfriend like went out to visit her mom for like two weeks at one point. And I was like, I'm going to write a song a day. You know, I'm just going to, oh, cool. I love yeah. writing. I love playing around. I love recording. So I have have a bunch like I've released some and then I just have a lot of unreleased that I'm like these are fun for me and my friends but like if I was going to release them I'd make them sound better somehow but sure they're, they're probably fine but uh <laughs> yeah so the joke that I tell sometimes is like when I see a musician not not even a comedy musician but just a you know a, a musician a band an artist you, you're familiar with the ways that music can be played <laughs> by one or more people uh and we call them different things sometimes be it a yeah. band or a singer yeah. song writer i'm a joker yeah, sure. joke writer and yeah. <laughs> the word artist comes that? to mind yeah <laughs> and so if i see beautiful music played live and i can talk to the person after i'll tell them that was beautiful and also i'm a musician so this compliment please take it as more valuable than just some schmo who's like that was beautiful but what do i know like that was beautiful and i know all that i really know yeah yeah it has a little r in a circle uh, at the end of the compliment, it is a registered compliment. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's—it's not that that compliment paid eight dollars to be verified. That compliment was verified, <laughs> but in the original ancient way by people. Uh, your manager calling the head of Twitter, whoever it was at the time. Yes. But that, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, uh, that- the, sorry, really quick. No. The blue check flip that happened on Twitter <laughs> is still one of the funniest things that's ever happened on Twitter. Oh, like, yeah. it is so unbelievably, uh, it, it was a cultural shift that happened in like two days where everybody went, oh, okay, well, I lost my blue check. Don't care. Doesn't matter. Right. Not getting a blue check. No one's paying for it. Literally, I think they said 82 people actually signed up for that. Oh, wow. uh, obviously, 
tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that belong to it. And then all the people who did pay for it are now complaining about the people not paying for it as if that's something you can argue and debate down into um, like, oh, I guess you're right. I have to buy it now. It's like, no, no, no. The cool people just said, no, fuck off. And now you're stuck with the blue check. It is hilarious. Right. So now, even if, because some ran, I'm just now seeing, you're seeing in real time my reaction to mine being taken away and look still exactly as happy as I was before. It's meaningless. But some people, (laughs) it's funny though, because there is a part of me that I was happy when I saw that I was verified at one point. It it is, uh, does have meaning. That it goes did back, have meaning in twenty in twenty twelve. Right, back yeah. when I wanted it, and I'm like, "How do you get this? Do who do I do? I have to meet the right people. I'm starting well, to look like I'm not professional." But now that it's gone, it it would be embarrassing if you still had it because then everyone knows you paid to buy into a popularity contest. Sort of, yeah. It's like the the famous quote by Jim Carrey and others that I'll paraphrase poorly like he's like i hope that everyone gets you know all of their dreams met of being rich and famous so they can find out that that's not it like that doesn't do it like you know before you have the verified check uh they are like well who who even am i and then after you're like oh yeah still a good question who who even am i (laughs) that i thought that this would be the thing which is i mean in, I've been learning a lot about Buddhism from Instagram and bumper stickers like you do. <laughs> that is, that's my joke. I'm sorry to do a bit on you. That was a good one. That, was, that is a good that, one. For <laughs> real, I have a good, uh, one of my best friends is a, a practicing Buddhist who I've like been hanging out with and learning with and from. Uh, and there's like meaningful stuff. And you know, one of the, one of the, one of your basics in Buddhism is that uh, there is suffering. The first noble truth, there is suffering which sometimes gets translated as discomfort. And it's like the discomfort of, you know, the classic, what you're like, oh yeah, this doesn't feel good. And knowing that we're going <laughs> to get sick and age and die, that's that's not everyone's favorite. But even yeah. the good things, you're like, oh, this feels good. And it's going to go away probably at some point. Like even the, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the suffering of change, they call it as well. Like he one time was, my buddy was in like a, there was like a pool and a jacuzzi. And he's like, I'm in the jacuzzi and it feels good. But then you get the little too hot and you're like ah, i don't like this dive into the cool water ah that feels good then this is actually a little cold i'm gonna go back into the jacuzzi yeah. he's like it's a miracle i'm not still there doing that over and over again <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we're constantly struggling to be like what's the thing when i get oh that's the horizon i'm when i get there oh now there's another horizon great ah the blue check oh not the blue check uh oh, yeah what the? yeah anyway my point is thank you karen <laughs> for your kind words about my music <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was the best. I just think it's it's such a funny um somebody had a great tweet and I I won't be able to remember because now I have there's all these people I don't follow that I'm constantly reading their tweets. But they said something like, Oh yes, all of a sudden the thing that I thought I was supposed to want is the exact thing I'm not supposed to want. This is just like eighth grade. Ah! And I was like, that's it. It's There is a real, um, that's what Twitter is all about anyway. Right. It's about you show up at school. No one gives a shit that you're there. You're like, hey, they're supposed to care I'm here because it's me. Then you, for four years, 
post your thoughts. And then suddenly, slowly, people go, we do like that you have these thoughts. And it builds up over a long period of time. And then you get a little check. And somehow that validates you. And then this guy came in that's really bad at tweets and really bad at being a human being and really bad at giving a shit about other people. And he's suddenly like, here's how we're going to do it. You legacy blue checks are assholes. And we're all like, yeah, okay, that's true. Yes, actually, fine. We're going to take those away. Go ahead. I don't Great. the the fact that I cared this much is embarrassing at yeah, this point. Yeah, I know. And then I'm it's like now pay money. No <laughs> way, dude. Not, not even if I had as much money as you would I pay. Everything <laughs> is a Rorschach, you know? It's like everything tells us something about ourselves. It's like you ever have I don't know if this ever happened in real life, <laughs> but I have an imagination of like everyone's like, line up over here. Here's the front of the line. Everyone that way. And then they're like, actually the front is the back and the back is the front. And you're like, wait a second, but I like stamp I stampeded over people. I trampled people to (laughs) be in the place. That's the point. That's the thing. You know, Southwest Airlines does that. Sometimes (laughs) you don't know if there, there are airlines where it's like, Oh, look, I'm, I'm going to be at the very end. I'm seat 35. Ha surprise. People are getting on an opposite order. It's a, yeah, you don't know the front or the back. Also, just uh, there, I don't know who told me this, but there's like experts in like, I don't know, the ergonomics of airplanes that are like, there's an actual way that would be the fastest and most efficient to board an airplane. And it involves, for example, everyone who has a window seat, get on first. The windows in the back first. Not sure. not by row. Don't have aisle people. You have aisle people. Right. Oh, an aisle person sitting before the window person? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, gotta get up, stand in the way, do it. Like, it makes perfect sense just to be like, oh yeah, the final row window people. All the window people. Any window person, get Is on. Is there a reason they don't do it that way, or do you just heard someone bring up capitalism that i don't know yeah, I don't know the answer. yeah. <laughs> they, they'd charge us all it'd be a way to charge us $50. yeah yeah if we do this well and quickly it'll cost you more money yeah and there i did go on i feel as like virgin airlines once and they were like if you can board if you have whatever status right now but also if you don't have a carry-on bag if you don't have an overhead get Ooh. get on at any time and then rewarding people for you know a thing that would actually be practically helpful right right yeah that's smart yeah i do like virgin airlines yeah i mean I, and they're they have done. sexy lighting and you know a good opening video and stuff yeah, it used to feel like getting into a Macintosh product. It was glowing. <laughs> it was just like, am I oh. part of an iPad pod? Is what this the future? <laughs> uh, I mostly fly Delta since I learned in like 2010 that if you fly only one airline, then it's good sometimes. Uh, yeah. That, you know, you get bumped up. And then every once in a while when I'm on a different one, like Virgin, it's like a completely, it's like an alternate dimension. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, the video at the beginning it's like a fun cartoon. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I sometimes do feel tricked when I'm like, this is a really cool song, a commercial. No, I enjoyed a commercial, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it made me feel good. So I, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I downloaded on purpose the theme song to a, a, a news program on the Hill. Uh, I'm like, that is the, it's, it sounds like John Tesh and Tame and Paula got together to do the new epic news theme song and I downloaded it and I listened to it in my car. It's the funniest thing to be listening to because it is newsy, but it's like, oh, I put, it's my new Eye of the Tiger. Ah, I fucking love it. That's a great song too.
Here's a related topic. I was like, I almost forgot, but oh, good. I'm going to divert the whole conversation. <laughs> do and it. Like, hold, that's podcasting. Hold yeah, that's on. Podcasting, baby. <laughs> uh, that's being a man in society. Let's talk about what I want to talk about for a moment. Uh, I, I'm reminded during uh, the pandemic, I started doing weed edibles more than I ever did before. They, I now understand what it does to me. Like, you know how they're like, oh, this one will put you to sleep and this yeah, one yeah. will not do that i'm like incorrect they'll all do that they'll all put yeah. me to sleep but <laughs> yeah. it's nice i'm like i used to try to do weed like in public with people and like that Ooh. doesn't do it no i'm like right. if i'm at home alone and sometimes i'll just or with my girlfriend and sometimes we'll watch something or just listen to music and i'll feel my body and i'm like that feels good and my girlfriend will be like you could probably just feel your body regular if you just didn't do something for a little <laughs> yeah, while yeah. and i'm like we'll never know but that's probably true. But every once in a while, well, like they'll be, I'll be like, this is a really cool song. And my girlfriend will be like, are you high? Because this is a commercial from the 80s. And oh, there's a lot of synthesizers. And I'm oh. like, yes, I am high. And this song is beautiful. And I will uh, yeah. stand by that. That's what I was going to say is those songs, like Chris's song. AutoZone. AutoZone, <laughs> oh the, the Ford Taurus theme. We've sung it many yeah, times on yeah. this podcast. Home Depot. There's a lot of those. It was like a ch hard charging. It was yeah. back when people got paid decent amounts of money to do their job. Right. So that composer got to sit at home for, say, a month and come up with the theme song of a news show. So like, they'd be like, Action 8 News. And if there's an entire concept, it's not just like a little jingle to lead you in because no one has uh, the attention span anymore to watch an entire package at the beginning of a news show. But it used to be in the 70s and 80s when the news started, that was like this, it was like a, almost like a weird OP t-shirt come <laughs> like animated come to life where yeah. it's like with this amazing rock song behind it. And yeah. it's like, there was good shit. It got you through, you know, through the news or through your shitty Sunny D commercial or whatever. Music yeah. is so good. Yeah, I've, Two quick things. Number one, in the past couple of years, I created a couple jingles and I love doing it. One for <laughs> my dad who like started a, a new little business. And then yeah. because of that one, or actually I forget what the one I made for my dad is. I have it somewhere. But... <laughs> Uh, my dad's brother-in-law owns a car wash and my dad was like, do you want to make one for the car wash? And I'm like, I'd love to make one for the car wash. <laughs> so I made one for the car wash. And so just for your listeners, anyone out there, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I've also, do you guys know Zach Sherwin? Of course. Of course. I'm sure. yes, yes. Zach, Zach and I, dear friends who, uh, quick interlude about Zach and me, we we love a lot of the same things. We are very good friends. And I was having a meal with Drew Michael once, a wonderful comedian friend as well. And Drew was like, oh, I mentioned Zach. And he's like, oh, yeah, you and Zach are like Mario and Luigi. And I was like, that's correct. That's 100 <laughs> percent. You, you've seen us to our core. Yeah. And... Plumbers slash brothers. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach and I both are. We got into plumbing recently. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Zach, 
Zach and I uh, actually have a project that hopefully will be coming out soon of all of the podcast theme songs that he and I have written together. Uh, <laughs> I've written my own for mine, and we've done at least a dozen for oh, other that's people, great. some of which are still in operation these days, uh, and nice. some of them, which we made one that we really loved for a show called Does This Hold Up? And they, <laughs> we gave it to them, and they're using another one, and that's fine, but oh, we're wow. like, we think think that ours there we think ours is correct but uh <laughs> The point is, uh, we're available. Man, uh, can, can I? Can we really quick? I want to hear the yeah. car wash thing. Yeah, me too. Yes. Uh, we're both asking the same thing. Or, I mean, I can send it to you, but I legally, don't. I yes, you legally, can. You can't sing it. Oh, off uh, the top. I I truly, it's long enough ago. Do you ever have you 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 must oh, have songs okay. that you've written that you don't remember how they go. I'm, Absolutely. I'm sorry. Yeah. If I had to make it again right now, which this is kind of my impression of uh, my previous girlfriend uh, who was <laughs> uh, younger than I by approximately a decade. Like I in was I'm 44 and she is in her early 30s. And so we <laughs> dated uh, at, for a time. And the joke I tell about her in this way is, you know, how like so we have different references for things like, you know, that song Opposites Attract. She didn't know that song. So uh, <laughs> so I would ask her, like, you know that song, Opposites Attract? And she would start singing, Opposites Attract. She'd just start making up a melody when she didn't know it. And so that's what I would have to do for Triangle Car Wash. They get three things done. You know. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's a They not, Might Be Giants song. Yeah. Uh, that could be. I, they Might plan, Be Giants. Triangle Man. Uh, oh, you're 100% right. And I'll tell you, the two artists slash groups that were the most influential to me, my favorites as a teenager, were the syllable twins of They Might Be Giants and yes. Ani DeFranco. Oh, oh nice. Wow, Ani. Yeah, sure. 100%. It was a small window, but uh, there was a brief period where I, everyone I knew was paying attention to Ani DeFranco. I still pay attention. Her music's so beautiful. Yeah, uh, I got to re-dive, dip my toes back in. Gross, you got to re-dive, dip. Absolutely. I got to dive, dip. Three <laughs> things. <laughs> that's, I, that's, what I, one, that's not the only thing I love about you, Chris, but I feel like I really resonate with you. I feel a... A kin I think we've talked about this, the kindred spirit of sometimes you don't say something or we sometimes we say something so quickly it might come out the joke I have and the truth of my girlfriend and my relationship and the way that we are is like I she thinks before she speaks and I speak right. before I think. But uh, sometimes like, when you nail it, you want to recreate it. And so you lie and pretend you're doing it again. <laughs> you and I are the both we, do that. We do both, 100%. But also, every once in a while, it really happens. A real beautiful mistake that, uh, you yeah. know, a crisis that turns into an opportunity, as those two, as I understand in Chinese, are the same word. Like uh, the first, <laughs> the very first dump cake. Yeah, the very it first was an accident. That <laughs> I have made so many people watch the dump cakes <laughs> infomercial that it's one of the first things that comes up in my search bar on YouTube because it's my favorite. Like I'm always like, you don't know what dump cakes are, and people are like, I don't know what you're talking about, and then I start doing an impression of the lady as if that's somehow going to awaken some yeah. memory they you do can put not whatever have you in want. their, in their mind. Yeah, if, like 
just had a can of Sprite. And the way everything is like, it's her favorite fucking thing that she can put soda into cake mix and then make a dessert. It's just like, can you fucking believe this shit? I'm pouring a Coke in here. It's, I adore it so much in that it's a real like... If, can you imagine that if that was your mom, like every time you went into the kitchen, she's like, get in here. I made, I made a Dr. Pepper cupcake. And you'd be like, fuck yes. I love you. Oh, I mean, absolutely. We all believe we would feel that way. And if she were our mom, we'd be like, mom, no, yeah. not, not Stop again. It. Yeah, you're Good embarrassing God. me. Oh, Where's the broccoli? No. Didn't it turn into the sale of dump cake specific rings that you pour whatever you want? On into them, like wasn't it oh, like to sell a cake, mo- cake molds and stuff? Yeah, molds. I I think that it was like here's your dump cake kit that you can order. Pro- yes, there probably was a thing you got and you could add shit on, but then she went into dump dinners. And I swear to God, that infomercial where people, they can't believe dump cakes to begin with. And then when she's like, and now we have something else to offer. Ah. And it's just like her dumping shit into a pan and acting like it's the best, most wonderful. And at one part of the infomercial, she's talking about it like it's there's a kind of diet element to yeah. it. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. It's, a, it's a healthy dinner. And it's like, yeah. ma'am, you just cracked open a can of like minestrone yeah. soup and something else, like no, and cornbread or but whatever. It's it like said low that's sodium. not a healthy dinner. Yeah. It's <laughs> so crazy. I want to see a version of it. Like a, I always think of things where you can mash up editing. I, everything she's pouring in there, it just goes to that scene in Back to the Future where it's he has the fusion thing where he's just putting garbage <laughs> into the, <laughs> the thing peel. that powers the... A banana flood. peel he puts yeah. in there. A the, banana peel. Yeah, yeah. Covered you in nuts. Whatever yeah. you want. Cigarette butts. <laughs> uh, if, if, if I may briefly, uh, this is an idea that I have for a new soup called Maxi-Stroni. It's like minestrone, but bigger. Um, I'd like to do an infomercial. And uh, real quick, before I forget, it's way too late now. Now, but when you mentioned AutoZone, uh, I don't. I wish I remembered uh, what comedian from Boston. I don't know if he still does comedy, but year, like fifteen to twenty years ago, there was a comedian in Boston. If any Boston comedy comedian fan listeners, anyone knows this comedian, I'm just gonna. I think his name was Anthony or Tony, and I don't remember his last name or even his first name. But if I had to guess, it's Anthony or Tony. Uh, maybe both. Maybe he goes by both. And. And he had a joke about the AutoZone commercial music, uh, Mm -hmm. which just for if anyone needs a refresher, AutoZone, get in the zone if you want it, if you need it, just ask us and we'll get it. And then he would be like, wait, that's different than (laughs) here. That's an East Coast version. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Oh, my God. I wonder... So you don't know mine at all? No. Never heard oh, yours. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is a Maybe East it's a Coast classic. One. It's, a, it's more involved, more lyrics. This is fantastic to learn that there that there is a difference. Wait, I'll, what's I'll just... your O'Reilly auto parts? <laughs> oh, my yeah, God, Karen, wait. Question. Remember when I yep. talked about I, I ran into the live performance at a corporate event? Of the of the actual people that recorded the first uh, O'Reilly O O O'Reilly auto part. Oh, they the someone said I was at that event and they were total asshole divas, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like they're rock stars. See, 
I I didn't ask to follow up much because it was just in my messages, but the idea of them having like egos and throwing yeah. their weight around because they they had the most popular uh, regional wow. jingle. It was a good jingle. <laughs> it is I can great. see where you'd get a big head hey. over that because you're just like, oh, 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 O'Reilly. <laughs> it's good stuff. It, it it's is powerful. I don't even know if I know it, but I love what you just did. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe that's right? West Isn't Coast. Isn't it catchy? Only. Yeah, uh, but also, you know what it's like. I don't know if. Oh wait, you have to finish Anthony or Tony's joke because yeah, I yeah, really yeah. want to know what it I is. I am now. so sorry. I, I will. I will one hundred percent. But I do want to say briefly the fact that we now know that there are two different versions of the AutoZone theme song. It's yeah. like it's like if you grow up Jewish and you go to your synagogue and you sing the songs the way that you know them and then if you go to another synagogue and it's like the same lyrics but slightly different or completely different right. and you're like wait I thought but it's so weird right like, yeah that's so weird another alternate reality but okay yeah. uh, yes uh, <laughs> or, the conclusion or, yes <laughs> and if I could put off Tony slash Anthony's yeah, yeah, joke yeah, yeah. of <laughs> course there's a time that I met in, I made a new best friend Ross Peterson in 6th grade and then after a year I bumped into him at a family reunion because he was also my cousin <laughs> no okay. yeah, yeah 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 what so, yeah wow. well, now are we're you even guys closer are you guys still cousins today i mean not first cousins <laughs> i think our our his uncle and my mom are cousins anyway it's hey you know, i didn't want to get too deal okay <laughs> kind of a, no, let's get that's agree with exciting you. <laughs> it is cool. i want to keep on putting off anthony and <laughs> yeah. joke until the very end of this yeah, podcast until the the it's too much expectation <laughs> happy the joke to do flops. it cliffhanger until next time also i do i do have i have enough you know now i'm an only child i'm an only grandchild so i don't have any like first cousins that aren't removed in some degree like i have Hmm. second cousins and i have some first cousins once removed i think i've i've figured it out every once in a while or people have told me "Yeah, yeah, yeah you got them but I do think like now, you know, my dad remarried and there's like, you know, there's other family members extended wise. And I'm like, oh, is that my step aunt? And I'm just like, everybody's a cousin, <laughs> just cousin. And I <laughs> just say cousin. Yeah. yeah, just say cousin. It doesn't matter, especially because other cultures and other languages don't even have a one to one correspondence to our words like their word for cousin might include our word for uncle like there might be like not a one to one matchup so like yeah just let's just say cousin for everything yeah. sure mm-hmm. i think it is the most versatile of the can i admit something real quick as we please tony slash sure. Wish you would. one more <laughs> i uh don't know let's all what... admit one thing before this we I'd, hear Anthony i'm going Tony's to joke. yeah okay great great. Okay. great i had killed someone in october Oh, what? sorry. Oh, I thought oh, we were doing we... it right now. I thought we were doing it now. Oh, I What yes. I'm admitting is I don't know what once or twice removed means. Is All that right. divorce or death? What's the removal? I know. I always just nod. Twice removed. Oh, interesting. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going man. to... Number one, it's very brave of you. Thank you for your vulnerability. Also, Mm -hmm. I am not 100% on this, but this is what I think. I think, (laughs) okay, I'm going to start telling you, number one, like if, let's say, my dad has a brother, my Uh uncle, and if he had kids, that would be my first cousin. Uh, And if that kid had a kid, then 
that would either be my second cousin or mm-hmm. I think that would be my second cousin. But I think uh, and my my girlfriend is coming in to report. I think it's that <laughs> I love that, I love outside input on I this. Do. I want I want you to go get a neighbor yeah. and have them tell you some. <laughs> here's here's what I think it is. I think from my actual life, my grandmother has a brother. He is my great uncle. His mm-hmm. child is my mother's first cousin. And that's yes. my second cousin because he's or that's my first cousin once removed. <laughs> I that's what I forget. I forget right. if he's my second. I think he's my second cousin and his kid is my first cousin once removed. Same same level of generation right. his first cousin, but it's removed because it's through my mom being cousins with his dad. That's what I think the removal is and I have no idea if I'm right. Right, and I'm no I'm no closer <laughs> to knowing, but I do appreciate and I think you did it on purpose. You made me feel better by making it more confusing than I even thought humanly possible. <laughs> it is confusing though. This is some fucking like who who would know this stuff besides an ancestry.com level expert. Right. Because I thought it was, but I'm we're talking about two different things because the once removed part, I have no idea. I just know that my mom's cousin is my second cousin. Right. Okay, if you know that, that that's true, I think you might be right. Oh, and we're getting a chat. Yes, uh, ooh, yes. A chart in the chat. An yes. old, a little chat chart. <laughs> yes, chat chart. Chat chart. Okay. Uh, Syllable twins. A full-on cousin chart. Chat this chart. This is hilarious. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Yes, I've, I've seen this before. Cousin this chart. Is, yes, let's all that, look at the cousin chart. There, there, at we some should be point, playing banjo music right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, while, while we're looking at the cousin chart, I will. I think this is appropriate to let you know also, the thing that I'll admit is that for yes. many years, I did not know what the term cliffhanger meant for this reason. You're familiar with a cliffhanger. For sure. example, on a TV show, when it says to be continued, and you're like, ah, a that, cliffhanger. What happened to me? Example. You get it. You get it. <laughs> I was watching one time the uh, the old Batman series from the 60s, an episode where at the end of it, there was a to be continued, a cliffhanger that I didn't know that word at the time. And... Robin was like on, you know, those contraptions that exist in shop class and villains lairs where it's like a rotating saw and Mm -hmm. a conveyor belt, conveyor (laughs) belt heading towards rotating saw. Perfect (laughs) for building furniture or murdering superheroes. And Robin is on this conveyor belt heading towards the slowly. It only Will works ba- yeah. if it takes the yeah. hour or two. It varies, though. Will yeah. Batman rescue Robin? And I point at the screen because I want to know what the the contraption is called. I'm like, what is that thing that's in all of my cartoons? Like, there there must be yeah. a name for it. And I'll give you a brief interlude, another a cliffhanger to the end of this cliffhanger story. Have you guys, <laughs> have y'all heard of a Gava guy? Do you know what a Gava guy is? Never uh, heard of that. So a Gava guy is a, a made up word, as all words are made up, but it was made up specifically <laughs> for a linguistic experiment uh, or a, a, like a thought experiment to be like, if you're learning a new language and somebody points at a rabbit, like hopping across a field and says, that's a Gava guy. In my language, that's a Gava guy. It could mean that Gava guy means rabbit. It could mean 
and a ta- a small mammal, maybe a puppy is a gavagai also, maybe uh, maybe any mammal, maybe any animal. That's you don't know what how narrow or how wide gavagai is until you have lots of other examples. And so what happened to me it was when I pointed at the screen and asked my mom, "What's that?" meaning uh-huh. I wanted to know what the contraption is called, yeah. right as to be continued appeared on the screen. My mom said, "That's a cliffhanger." So for years, oh, I wow. thought that that device was called a a cliffhanger. <laughs> wow. So every time you went to the lumber mill yes. and you saw it actually being used in reality, yeah. you're like, another great, yeah. well-maintained cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. Putting Thank some you. raw oak, oak through the old cliffhanger, huh, boys? And they're like, what the hell is that kid talking about? Why is there a kid here on the wood the wood lot? On the wood floor, it. yeah. They call it the wood floor, yeah. <laughs> here's what here's going to be my confession. Um, I love so much that Annalise uh, put this chart up for us. I can't read charts. I like know. I literally, My I stared at that for so long and I was like, I have more questions than yep. I did when, before yep. we started that part yep. of the conversation. It's a pyramid shape. There's colors also. It's like, oh, this yep. is like a, a high arrows. Too much. It's like a game of high stakes Uno. I can't it, read it. Does. It does. It looks kind of like a board game. But here's my, here will be my other confession because this has been making me laugh. I, um, this office that I'm in is also, there's a closet here that I put dresses in because the, the guys who I bought this house from, their closets are for boys, not girls. So all of their stuff is hung shirt level, not dress level. Oh, wow. So if I, if I put a dress in my bedroom closet, half of it is on the ground. So I have to hang them in here. And so I am going on a trip. So I went in to find all of the kind of, oh, these are this would be good dresses to have on this trip. And I, I hung them, um, on the little hooks that shut the closet. And I hung like five on each side, just so I could see what I had, see what I'm working with, whatever. Do I have enough? Um, I left the closet door open about five different times. I have scared the living shit out of myself because it looks like a real tall guy in a, <laughs> in, in wearing black is in this room hiding behind the oh, door. Oh no, Slender Man. <laughs> And yes, and the first time it happened, I was like, oh my God, like that, where it's like, what, how would they have gotten in? Like the dogs would have barked. There's a million things. But but then I didn't shut the door to get it out of the door jam. So it just keeps happening. And just, it's like a bad movie where I come around the corner. I'm like, oh my God, there's someone God, in the that's office. So and funny. I've done it. Over the past week, I think I've done it to myself five times. I, that's exactly what I did when I did that uh, haunted mansion in Davenport. I thought that I was protecting myself by putting my belongings in the corners <laughs> of this large, this large room. I love room. that place. I, that was a real fun place. You've done that. Okay. I so have. you've maybe been in this corner room where you look upon the very, very scary ex-asylum and uh, very cuckoo's nasty place. But I put... Uh, sweater on one hanger and my bag kind of in a chair over here. And then when I went to sleep, I'm like, ah, that's a person. No, that's my sweater. Ah, that's a little guy. Oh, that's, that's my bag. That's <laughs> what ghosts, you got haunted by the ghost of your past self setting yeah. up that thing that you, it's always the thing that you think is going to protect you that, yeah. you know, like you trap yourself in a, like a suit of armor or imprison yourself in a wall. Yeah. Like, yeah so just don't, don't even, don't try to preemptively strike. Yeah. It's 
just the <laughs> translucent dotted line outline Billy version of me from Family Circus that is actually a yeah. ghost child of, I think, was, I don't know. I got some weird Family Circuses. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not me. Also, I we, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but I... I have had an enlightening experience with the cousin chart because I be cousin. Did you figure this, it out? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's the thing because that's can, here's the thing that's cousin is now a word. It is the Please best write word, down yes. be cousin. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna record it in my digital recorder that I use to record jokes. Be cousin. Okay. That is my new word. I know oh, nice. I know you well enough to know that will soon be a three or four <laughs> minute bit. <laughs> be cousin. Yes. Uh, so here's the thing that's con- cousin fusing about first cousins. <laughs> no, I can't go yeah. with that one. I'm like, Fair enough. I'm, Fair I'm enough. here. Karen, we've spent, there's a split in the road. I'm still okay, here for right. it. Well, cousin fusing. It's actually appropriate because on this chart, Here's the here's why it's confusing is there are two ways to make a first cousin once removed. One way is the child of your first cousin is right. your first cousin once removed. The other oh. way is the parent of your second cousin is a first cousin once removed as well. So I always thought I didn't have first cousins. My cousin Jonathan, who is like my age and is, you know, we we share our grandparents are siblings. So right. we are second cousins. But mm, his yeah. father is apparently my first cousin once removed. And that's all I just that's what I have to remember is weirdly <laughs> my mom's first cousins are my first cousins once removed. And the end. I the I know end. it I know it now and I'll never remember it again. But I'll right. listen to this podcast and keep this I'm going to keep this chart. I'm going to send yeah. this chart to myself uh one, once at least a month maybe once a year once i have it uh <laughs> i'm gonna this is this is important thank yeah. and i've seen the chart before it is important. i've seen it before but i'm like i got it now i just have to remember that i never have it and i just have to look <laughs> yeah, at the chart yeah. and, you will never have it yeah, I, never. I will it's It'll, unlearnable it's impossible no anyone who thinks they know it they don't know it yeah they're lying yeah yeah I d- i'm gonna continue ignoring it and know that all it means is i i i can only have sex with people People from out of town. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I play it safe. You That's don't have the to final learn square chart. on the chart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know? I think it might be Iceland. I think it it's, might be Iceland. I said, it, I said it Iceland. Bjork. The land of ice. Yeah, yeah of course. Bjorkland. <laughs> New Bjork City, capital of Iceland. Um, <laughs> I believe it's there or somewhere equally small. And because it's tight knit, I think that they have like an app that like wet, like their data apps have an additional thing oh. of like making checking ancestry to make sure because right. much it's much more frequent that you'll run into somebody who you're related to and that's yeah, being careful that's and now fine. i feel uh, bad for making light or fun of that situation because that's kind of sweet but good. <laughs> i'm glad they care but I feel like Icelandic people uh, have great senses of humor. They're very hearty people. They don't give a shit. They're not yeah. going to be upset. 
Yeah. They don't, that's not how they are. Yeah, yeah. They're more laid back than we give them credit. Uh, someone and, just walked in. And they in. have equal pay. I just have to, uh, my my dad's familiar with Mike Kaplan, and, and he already loves Karen. I just want my dad, who just walked in, he washed his car, to say hello. Hello, Jim Fairbanks. Come to the mic and just say hello. Hello, son. And then, <laughs> Karen. <laughs> hello. Yeah, talking to the talking stick. Talking stick. Uh, yeah, I was five minutes away. It took me... 40 minutes to get here. I know. I knew you got lost. <laughs> I, I sent him on a journey to go get his car washed. I thought, well, I'm just going to go around the lake, take a look at that pretty <laughs> lake with the paddle boats. And yeah, yeah. And got all excited. And I thought, well, maybe I won't get out because I'm just going to run right back. Yeah. That was 45 minutes ago. Okay, we'll get on the <laughs> paddle boats. We're going to do that together. Okay, wait in my bedroom, Father. Tell I don't him have we a... said hi. <laughs> yeah, Tell I... him we're saying hi. I know. Because you... he yes. can't hear us. Yes, of course. And that's something I didn't realize is he wouldn't have. <laughs> He's waiting for a response, and I'm wearing the only cans in the house. Oh. Cans. Oh, Lord. Thank Chris, you, Father. My dad's when you, visiting. When, when you go on those boats, uh, do you yes. think you'll call them uh, daddle boats? I, you know, only because of that's who I'm with. <laughs> I got it. it it's, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lake that's been renovated. That they they took a dozen bodies out of it from over the years, and now it's no. a, it's yeah yeah. There was a lot of uh, d- uh, disposing of bodies in Echo Park Lake. That's it, some renovation. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, all I they mean, did, and uh, you know that's the only change. Planted some plants, added some turtles, got rid what's, of some human cadavers. What's different here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it there the used- vibe? It's just the overall vibe. <laughs> oh yeah, there used to be legs in those lily pads. <laughs> that's a that's a guy. That's like that a good. New York mafia guy that's kind yeah. of dumps some bodies. <laughs> it's like, oh no, we don't use this lake anymore. Oh, where do we go now? Yeah, uh, the La Brea the La Brea tar, tar pits. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, yes, of course, of course. Which also, I was going to bring my dad to. I've never been to the tar pits. Uh, there's so many things in Los Angeles I've ignored for 20 years. I actually know a lot because my dad does like to visit me a lot. I know a lot of good dad places because oh. he's very picky and he only wants to do like he's very preference based. Can I and get so one? It's like Peterson Auto Museum oh, if yeah, your dad yeah. likes cars. Of course Which he is does. right near the La Brea Of Tarpets. course it is. Yeah. There used to be a car actually hanging outside. Yeah. And then that's right where Mocha is, I think, right down yeah. Right there on Wilshire. You're kind of like, there's a nice spot. And then I think there's a Marie Calendars if it hasn't closed. And he could get what every dad wants, some French onion soup with cheese on top. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and a is, bit of pie. What is Mocha? That's our art museum. That's the one yeah. with all the uh, street lights in front that people use yes. as a photo op. Okay. It might be LACMA. Sorry, it might be LACMA. I know it's LACMA. I didn't want to condescend and correct. <laughs> Coming up soon, the Anthony Tony joke. I don't know why I did. <laughs> uh, if I may briefly uh, digress us slightly further. Uh, you, Karen, and I both mentioned the La Brea Tar Pits, and I don't know if y'all have listened to uh, music, We're, and we've spoken of music, everything makes sense, everything's yeah. connected. It's, it's all cyclical. connected. Free association, still continuing. These Time associations are free. Time is made up by man, it does not yeah. exist. Uh, so, 
Uh, Zach Sherwin, the aforementioned Luigi to my Mario, he has a song called Good Heavens. And I was like, I think he mentions the La Brea Tar Pits in it. So if I may just offer, if people are not familiar with Zach's music and the crossword show, please become familiar. But on the song Good Heavens, which is track one on the album Brutus, he he says, uh, and I'm just doing a a reading, not uh, not at all a an up to snuff performance rendition, but he says, I spit my first bars a bit before my bar mitzvah. Now I'm artistically marvelous from the La Brea Tar Pits to Mar Vista. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's sweet. Yeah, it's nice. It's yes, it is. Beautiful selection of mm-hmm. consonants. He's so good. He's, oh, yeah. The one he does, is it about flags? Oh, flag roast is that one, Fucking yes. Fucking God damn it. I saw that so long ago. It was like so long ago um, that he performed it on a show I was working on. And I was just like, what is fucking going on? Like, yeah. I, was like, I love that feeling. I, I've gotten it a bunch of times as I've done comedy over the years for like in the beginning when I started stand-up comedy, it was like, I know all comedy and I've decided this is what it's right. like and I'm going to try to get to the top of what I think it's going to be like. Yeah. And then, say, 10 years in, you're like, oh, no, now there's the new class and they're doing everything better. And they're, everything's like a little bit kind of refined and toned up and more things are being considered because everybody gets to improve off of the last class. I like to call it class, like it's high school, but I do it by decade. And I felt like by the time I was watching people like Zach Sherwin or the first time I saw Jared Logan do a set and work the crowd, like that kind of thing where I'm just like, oh, this is fucking next level in a way that I didn't like... I dropped out. I was kicked out of college. I couldn't do this if I wanted to. Right. I had no idea what any of those flags were. Like that idea of watching people and being like, oh, I, I love when the game gets fucking leveled up in You're right. this kind of overt way. It's if, so if, awesome. Because I always have tried to play to that back of the room and it's been a priority, be it a good or bad idea to make the comics laugh. But if instead of laughing, <laughs> I heard the comics go, what the fuck? That that would <laughs> yeah. feel so good. If they're yeah. like kind of kind of upset that the it's a new thing, that would feel so good. Chris, yes. what, what you could do, uh, you don't have to do this, but all you could do if you want to really entertain the back of the room, just you go to the back of the room and then tell the audience that now the front of the room is the back of the room. <laughs> and Southwest Airlines on them? Exactly. <laughs> Can I tell you one more Zach Sherwin fun uh, musical fact. Sure. Uh, there is a song that he wrote that I think I know in full more than he does. Like we've talked about, there's some yeah. songs that I've written that I've forgotten. He, do- this is not in his regular rotation. Yeah. Like he might've recorded it, but not released it. I but know. Like, yes. I know some Henry Phillips songs better than Henry Phillips. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this song, I'll just tell you the concept of the song and a couple of the lyrics that it was when Eminem came out with a new album and mm-hmm. Zach and I, we listened to it. And I remember having a conversation and Zach just came up with this, this description of what Eminem was doing, which is like, he's rhyming. He's so good at rhyming. He's not only rhyming things that do rhyme, he's rhyming things that don't rhyme. For mm-hmm. example, there's like, a, he, he rhymes in one song, I'll lose my shit with toolboxes and screwdrivers and like <laughs> screwdrivers and toolboxes and lose my shit 
none of them rhyme. Yes, yes, not he, even neighbors. He makes them rhyme. Yeah. And and then Zach introduces the concept of he learned about a thing called a Twinkie Burger, which apparently some company found this thing where they like flash fry and like smash down Twinkies as the bun. And then there's a burger and cheese and bacon. A, we're, we're both upset by this, but continue. And it seems <laughs> like, yeah. And so it seems like it shouldn't work. Right. But, and so Zach is like, what Eminem is doing is like creating these lyrical Twinkie burgers. And, <laughs> and then he, the song, everything rhymes with the word Twinkie burger. And it's, it, I'll just, if I may, the first couple lyrics, he says, let me kick a rhyme like a Twinkie burger. By the time I'm done, you're gonna think he's berserk. Lyrically, it's like sponge cake, buns, applewood, bacon, beef patties, and cheese were merged. I'm cooking this up, but I'm out of my tree. Opposite of how the freaking Keeblers work. And it just keeps going. <laughs> it's it's like, it's one of my favorite things in like yeah. one of my favorite songs by one of my favorite people. And it's just like one of my favorite artistic experiences experiences like mm -hmm. it's like because yeah like you were saying Karen like when you start you see what other people have done and you're like oh can I do my version of what they're doing or maybe even my own can I invent my own genre can I be yeah. my own flavor am I creating a brand new instrument and a whole new sound and then when you hear other people doing and you're like but how did yeah I didn't even know did you know we could do that? I mean, yeah. we can't. <laughs> yes. Excuse yeah. me, teacher. This is this was not the assignment. They're doing better than us. <laughs> They're yeah. doing so much better. But also, I just recently saw a TikTok about how like kind of hyper pattern recognition is a coping mechanism of children who are like in certain situations, whatever. It's not always like bad, but it's just a thing that kids develop when maybe their needs aren't met in specific ways. So becoming highly attuned to patterns is wow. how you get them met or is how you figure it out. And I saw that TikTok like four days ago. And all I can think about is like, that's all of comedy. That's yeah, all of comedy because it's this kind of like whether the pattern is uh, sarcasm or the pattern is metaphor yeah. or the pattern is, do you like rap? <laughs> I'm going to comedy rap. You're going to recognize what I'm doing and I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to combine it. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going to blow your mind. All of that is just more and more heightened pattern recognition yeah. and like the appreciation of it. It's just, I don't know. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, even more broadly than comedy, I mean, of course, it is exactly what's happening in comedy and music and art and also in just humanity. We are all, you know, meaning seekers like pattern like we need if you don't recognize patterns. Uh, then you may die from the thing that killed your friend that you didn't. You're like, oh, that thing poisoned yep. him, but yeah. it's probably be fine for me. Yeah, usually it's fine a factory. For me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will eat this tiger. You know, oh no, the tiger will eat me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I see a yeah. pattern forming. <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. It's yeah. fascinating. I didn't know you were, and it, of course, almost comedically makes sense that you have a master's in linguistics. And I, there's something that a linguist, linguistics person told me once that I've always repeated, and I don't even know if there's any truth to it. But <laughs> I'm from the, you know, kind of Pacific. I'm from Montana. 
So it's not even Pacific Northwest, but I, I would say I'm close. I'm next to that panhandle of Idaho. He told me that that part of the country is the only part of the U.S. where there is no accent. Is that something that person made up or can you give that any validity? <laughs> and and the B part of that question is what's the Craig and Auto Parts theme song in that part of the country? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All leading up to Tony's joke coming up. <laughs> of course. I will here I'll, I'll say a few different things that will dance around the answer to your question. I'll give you the answer to your question. Is, <laughs> He's done it again. Love, he has I done love, it again. I love, I'm, it gets me excited when that happens. <laughs> that, I, I appreciate it. So newscasters are like famously, historically, have trained themselves to speak with as it's weird to say like, without an accent or with as little, you know, uh, discernible accent. But here's the thing is, of course, like to a British person, everyone in the United States has an accent. They speak English. We speak English. It's it's a matter of relativity. Like in the United States, like, I mean, I would say the simplest thing, the simplest answer is there is no one who does not have an accent because it's like it's like pointing to one person and saying, is that person taller or is there right. someone who isn't <laughs> taller? And you're sure. like, compared to what yeah. or whom? Like, but then there is this weird thing of the newscaster, like who is striving to be as universally accessible so that everyone who might be listening could listen and think like, oh, yeah, that's not. I don't hear anything super right. anomalous to my to my voice. Like, you know, clearly most people don't speak like a newscaster, but it's like those things you ever see like in a in a I don't know, a highlights magazine or something or like a games magazine where it's like nine faces and they're like they all have some of the same features and some different features. Right, right. And they'd be like, which face has the most features in common with all of the other ones. And like oh, that man. one is like newscaster voice. And yeah, so yeah. maybe there is some part of the country that does have that version of like fewest anomalies compared to all other parts right. that do exist. But it's it's absolutely it can't be like a set in stone absolute right. because language is always shifting. And any as someone from Louisiana, I'm going to have as as strong of an accent as they do to me. Oh yeah, them, you're, you know, yeah, like, you definitely. I'm depends like, on you who you're have asking. an accent. You sure. don't. Yeah, you. That's uh, people. But the the confusing thing is, I've been asked if I'm from Canada, but I've also been asked if I'm from Philadelphia specifically. So I don't. It's like, well, where's the logic in that? I don't. Know. Yeah, everyone out there, just ask him where are you from if you want. You know, don't. <laughs> yeah, rather you don't, than yes, you don't have to guess. Stop, <laughs> you don't have to pin people down conversationally. It's weird. I know. Yes. I know. It's weird. It's just interesting to me, I guess. Yeah, this it's like, geographic linguistic astrology, you don't have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, do yeah. It. It's it's teetering on the edge of an unhealthy thing to even care about, I think. Yeah. So I I've decided I don't care anymore. <laughs> and with that, I think that you need to re-sing the East Coast Craig and Auto Parts theme and yes. tell us. And yes, oh, of course. Oh, if you have anything to plug before you do this, and then oh, this can be the final button. What I, if we I, do it that way? I'd, I'd love to do it. And uh, <laughs> so, yes, in conclusion, the AutoZone theme and joke by Anthony slash Tony someone. Uh, 
Anthony. And uh, before that, yes, uh, Mike Kaplan is my name, and it's spelled weird compared to many people who spell their names differently. Uh, Maybe you're all weird. Maybe everyone's weird except for me. Uh, So Mike Kaplan, M-Y-Q-K-A-P-L-A-N. That is all of my social media. It's my website. Uh, You can message me on those things. I have a Substack newsletter that I send out once a week for free and more even uh, if you subscribe. And that's MikeKaplan.substack.com. My podcasts are called Broccoli and Ice Cream and The Faucet. And I would love to have each of you on as guests. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, yeah. I love talking to people that I love and I love you. And I am. A, oh, I'm also a stand up comedian. I don't know if I mentioned that. Very so good. So I. <laughs> Uh, I will be, my tour dates are usually on my website. I'll be going to the Edinburgh Fringe Fest in August of 2023. So if you are there or want to be there, uh, my show that I'm doing there is called Imperfect. If you are not there and you still want to see my comedy and you're not where I am, I have many albums. The two newest ones are called AKA, which is short for All Killing Aside, uh, because the (laughs) topic, the theme is uh, love, compassion, and not murdering. Big fan of not murdering. And the other (laughs) album that I recorded previously but only widely released this year is called live in between albums because i recorded it <laughs> in between two themed hours that but i had a lot of jokes that didn't fit with the hours and i That's was like great i'd like to record these also so live in between albums has a wonderful new <laughs> ramin nazer uh, artwork cover cool, yeah uh, i've seen that and uh yeah so those i, I think those are the things I'm really excited about the new show that I'm touring with that I will be bringing to Edinburgh and hopefully recording soon. Imperfect is about another themed show about my girlfriend, our relationship. She is a co-creator and contributor, not only to this podcast. Thank you again, Rini, for your your help, your in, in helping, intending help uh, in a, to all a bunch of people who understand less the way that cousins work. Uh, <laughs> Than ever but, before. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Rini and I, yeah, the, the show is all about our relationship, which is now, uh, we've now been living together six years and almost together seven years. And she is a partner in, uh, so I guess I'm plugging my love for my girlfriend. <laughs> Everyone check out my Good, love for my smart. girlfriend in my new show. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I think that I think those are those are the plugs. Terrific. And now, with only go. a little oh. more further ado, Anthony's. <laughs> uh, to I'll start it over just to give you <laughs> to let you know this is this the way that the song goes on the East Coast. And he sings it. He's like Auto Zone, get in the zone if you want it, if you need it, just ask us and we'll get it. And then he says. Yeah, that's how most businesses work. If you ask them for something, <laughs> then they'll get it for you. And then he imagines, I forget the exact uh, phrasing, but he then sets up like, uh, this could be their theme song. Uh, if you want it, if you need it, just ask us. But I, I'm on my break now, so talk to another guy. Or then he'll be like, actually, we don't have that in stock right now. Call the other store. Maybe I'm going to be, I'll be back for my smoking break in 15 minutes. I'll try to help you. But maybe just look around a little further. Maybe we got some in the back or a little high up on a different shell he just keeps going as long <laughs> as he wants true. to and it's, it's auto zone get <laughs> in the zone yeah oh i love it that is the the best that's our new theme song <laughs> and thank you I for think that really that was the perfect button that I think was that, so great that yeah. was executed perfectly yeah it, mm-hmm. thank you thank you so much for having me it is a pleasure to see your faces and hear your voices and uh i i thank you and love you 
I love you as well. You've been I listening. I love you, Mike. Yeah, she, Karen loves you too, Mike. You've yeah, been I'm, I'm included. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both. <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.